I am Jim Lee, and you're listening to I Am Comics with Josh Casper and JJ Kirby, my fellow dopest, illest, craziest comic cousins. Listen to them, they know their shit. Hey guys, welcome to I Am Comics Podcast, episode 36. <laughs> oh, I almost thought you forgot. <laughs> I, I am Josh Casper, and this is... This is JJ Kirby. You know who I am, and if you don't, you should find out. The Bizarre Mumble Jumbo, aka Grumpy Wizard, all up in your casa. Holla black. <laughs> Yo, what's happening? Today, we are chilling with my homeboy, extraordinaire. Uh, I love him. Colorist from way back at Wildstorm alumni, Alex Sinclair. Hey guys, how's it going? Yeah, man. <laughs> so they don't know that we're in the presence of some greatness right here. Like right. I said, I like I've known you for years, and just to know you can color the like full time colorist of Jim Lee on the art team of Jim Lee, Scott Williams, and Alex Sinclair. You got to say it properly because yeah. not everybody gets the trifecta to work with, or yeah. you, you find your anchor in your colorist. So Jim is amazing on his own, but without Alex to help bless him with those vibrant colors that just bring it home and sing it, yeah. and knows his anatomy, and knows his sensibility, and knows what Jim like and don't like, and and what Jim needs to to shine for the fans to enjoy it. Yeah. Alex knows that stuff, so you got to give it up. And I don't think him and Scott get the props that they deserve. Yeah. To, to do what they do and bring what they bring to the table. Everybody just looks at, oh, it's Jim. He's amazing. Yeah, right. he, he's done this. He's done that. Like, one-man team. Jim is amazing, but Alex Sinclair is the dopest. <laughs> you can smoke it. You know yeah, what right. I mean? So I'm like, I'm like, and, and so, yeah, so we're blessed to have him here. And I'm, I'm not going to fill, fill up the microphone with so much talk. We're going to let him talk because he has a, gold, a golden voice on the microphone also. I can tell. So, um, yeah, man. How you been? Great, great. It's good to be here. Thanks for the props. Very, very, very cool Nothing but the truth. Last time I saw you at Comic-Con recently. So, um, thank you for allowing us to visit your casa. Yes, literally. You. All, all in your career with the high ceilings. My pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm like, and letting us see your, uh, your, your man cave where you do all the magic at. You know, your Batman statues. You know, so you have like 90 statues Dang. of Batman. Yeah. One of my kids is OCD, so she counts them every time. <laughs> <laughs> but if you if she didn't, you wouldn't. So that's, that's right. a, like I said, right. and, and you display them all lovely too. Like you got to, if you like Batman, yeah, you need to see his collection. You, do you Instagram your collection? Do you show any? Or are you trying to have nobody look? Ain't trying to be like invite people over to look at you. Okay, right. trying to. Well, it's weird because a lot of people ask me, "What's your setup look like? What's your office look like?" And I, I'd love to share, but sometimes it feels like bragging. Bragging, I know, right? Yeah, same with me. Same with me. Same with me. But it's just know, like, but in all it's honesty, one of my loves. So that this is. How I display it, right, and, and right, it's been right. Years and years, right. of it. it's not like I just right. threw down ten grand. <laughs> right, got it all. It's, wow, it's blood and sweat, or I don't even know how much it's worth to tell the truth. Yeah, but the thing yeah. is, it's, it's like it's, it's it's priceless because what it means to you is what it's for and what it's about. It, it's a place where you can yeah. create the magic, like I said. Um, to share with the peoples, they don't know, they don't have to know, but it's like it's a generous scenario for you to be able to. Like I said, this the statues that you have in there, like seeing that um, the sketch one with, with uh, the Jim Lee yeah, yeah. Batman sketch uh, edition, 
I was like, I did not know they did that. Yeah. That, that, that I was, it looked fresh. The white and black one. Yeah, 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 yeah it looked that, fresh. that one was tripping me out. Yeah, Had, having the big Batman in front of you that that's like clay but covered in cloth. Yeah. What are those? What's that company? Sideshow. Yeah, the best. They they definitely. I think I'm putting somebody to college over there. Because I keep buying stuff from them. You ain't the only one, man. Like there are people, there are people who, who who pay for that, and they pay for that. Yes, no doubt. Yes, we do. Yes. So, um, so how did you get into coloring? How did you get into comics? Tell us your story so we can share with the people who who, who care. All right. Uh, the story is, I think, similar to many people. Right. I grew up reading them, loving them. My brother and I shared a love for comics, and, and we everything we could when we were kids. Our allowance went 100%. To Sounds familiar. So there was a lot of that growing up and, and as I was starting to decide what I wanted to do for a living, art was had always been a big part of my life. And, right. and in my college years, um, I was studying to be an artist, not necessarily in comics, but uh, I thought of myself, I was gonna paint and try yeah, to yeah. sell my stuff at galleries. Um, and right around that time is when uh, Oh. Not, Dark Knight Returns and Watchmen came out. And Frank Miller. Yeah. And so everything became, you know, story and graphic driven. And, mm -hmm. and, and uh, artists starting to kind of get the... Step it up. Yeah. So the art was incredible. And I thought to myself, you know, I could see myself doing this. It'd be really cool if I could make a living out of this. Yeah. And started to build my portfolio. Uh, so, I, you know, like everybody else, pencils, inks, colors, mm -hmm. show it at every show. Mm. And, and get critique, get critique. And my conversations all ended with, hey, but we really like your colors. Mm. Okay. Uh, and it took me a while to clue make you feel. How to make you that, feel. Because yeah. you're like, I'm trying to bring the kit and caboodle, and all you want me to do is just do this part of it. Yeah. 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 So, you know, I'd go back and I'd redraw, re-ink. Uh, maybe add a couple more color pieces, show it again, and da-da-da-da-da. I really we like them colors. colors. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, yo, man, what's the deal? Uh, so in, in, in 92, when uh, Wildcats number two came out uh, from, from then... Uh, image uh, okay and, and I think Jim hadn't even uh, dubbed the company Wildstorm yet mm, it's a homage uh, so they uh, uh, we were he was in Amish Studios they had a talent search uh, in the back cover as an ad mm. and it was a search for writers pencilers inkers colorists letterers everything yeah. and, mm -hmm. and I just decided you know what I can use the colors to get into the industry and uh Use that as the way to get my foot in the door, yeah. and then I'll become a penciler in a year, two years, right. like that. And, right. and, and, and I came in, and, and uh, nah. so I sent this, sent my samples out. <laughs> two weeks later, you know, Jim calls me and invites me to come into the studio and and, and see if I wanted to do it. And uh, you know, 25 years later, I'm still coloring comic books. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. <laughs> you got with your team. And then, when when was it that your artwork, that your coloring, that your art sensibility took a, a turn? For the better, because every artist goes through it where they're like, even for myself, where I was like, you know what, I draw like this, I bring this, people say I bring this to the table, but then you realize within yourself, like, this is what I bring to the table, and I own it. Like, for me, like, being at a convention next to Ali and Jim and everybody else trying to draw pictures, I realized that they were way faster than me, and myself was, like, way cartoony. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I had a cartoony style that takes a little longer. I'm going to own that. So I'll make sure that when I do what I do, it's going to be that signature JJ stuff. And I know that this is what I bring to the table and I'm cool with that. So like for me, I think for, for me with you, you've always been competent and incredible, but then there was a period when you just 
like your color started vibrating. I don't know if it's because you started doing something differently or like, like, like I was talking with you earlier about Tad. When Tad was a colorist mm-hmm. from Wild Swamp and big up Tad, Ehrlich, that's the homie. Okay. You know what I mean? But like I said, he was a, a, a Wild Swamp colorist in yep. the pit yep. uh, doing off the guides, Joe Chido guides, enough respect, amazing artwork. Um, but then it's like when he was allowed to color his own style, when he, when he color, and I got him to color me on Backlash, it was like he was, he just was like, I can make purple and, and orange do this. I can make red and blue do this and everything. And I'm clean with it. It's like, I don't color like everybody else. And this is my voice. And I was like, I love your voice. And then it's, you know, he started coloring me on it. And then Jim was like, oh, I like his voice too. I want you to color me on <laughs> Divine Right. <laughs> well, and I think you touched on it right there. It's the fact that for many years, uh, uh, we worked off guides. And, and I think the success of all of us, when you name uh, Jeremy Cox and the Tatter, like in the Laura Tatter, Martin, yep, just yep, a ponser. Yep. Uh, Guy Joe Major. Chido yep. is at the heart of every one of those names. And, and That's the big so daddy. we learned so much from him. He's the, Even Adam one of the godfathers of modern day comics. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that I think once they kind of took the, the training wheels off of us and they said, hey, okay, you get to color this guideless. Oh. And I think the all of us first time getting like, to fly. Cool. <laughs> yeah, wasn't scared. It was. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. like, oh, what are we gonna do? It's just like, nah, homie, well, let me show you what I can do. It's, and like, it's okay. like, hey, I want to push it here. I want to push it there. And I think that's when, like many artists, right? You 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 use that influence as uh, as an inspiration, but then you kind of just kind of jump off of that and mm-hmm. come up with your own. And you, you want to show what you can do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, you know, I think through the years, my style has evolved. Um, A little louder. Um, but uh, you know, at the heart of it, I'm still using that the, those same sensibilities that I, that I picked up from Joe and, and, okay. and all the other colorists through my career. Okay. Uh, uh, but much like every art, other artist, you're always looking to 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 improve to yeah. to know, shine that light. Yeah. <laughs> to be to to be seen. Yeah. You don't want to be stagnant. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, like, you you want to stand yeah. out in the crowd. You know, when yeah. you when you want to and how you want to. That's why I ask you, like, you know, so when was it? What was it? And it was just like, okay, being able to have the chance to 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 sing with your voice and and write your own song and so to speak, and you know, to do your own thing and and be what you're supposed to be um, allowed you to fly. Right. That's a great analogy. <laughs> <laughs> sing with my own voice because I can't sing with the lick because i got to use the computer colors. Uh, <laughs> sing so, with so, the colors. And so, and so, that, that, so, that, so being a, uh, an artist, because I know that for myself, when I was at Wildstorm, like I said, like you, I was, I could pencil, I can ink, I can color, I can write. I can, I'm like, I was like, I can do the whole shabizzle. Let me show you. Let me, let me, let me, let me show you what I can do. And then I realized that all they wanted me to do was just pencil. It's like, just, just pencil, homie. We got other people who can do other stuff. You're taking a, taking a meal or a paycheck from yeah. somebody else. And I was like, okay. They're like, you're going to put JJ in a box? <laughs> <laughs> so I had to be cool with that. And be like, well, this sure. is my box. I had to de- yeah. decorate my box and, and own my box. <laughs> so that's what it was for me. And then, like, you know, so for you realizing that they just wanted you to color and not be the complete package like, you know, you could be. Did that make you, did it sting you? Did it make you feel weird? Or did you get over it? Was you like, yeah, I'm going to get a paycheck. I don't care. I got family to raise. Well, you're like, I'm going to color, but I'm going to be the best damn color. You like, know what I mean? What, so what, what was it like? It, was, like it was a lot of, of feel? you know, going back to when I decided I wanted to work in comics, it was like, okay, who do you want to work with? Mm, and okay. the first place I thought of was homage in these guys. And, and just to be there for me was, was a win. 
Hey, Amen. Uh, I know that and, feeling. And uh, that studio did so much for so many of us. Uh, I, I just remember days when you'd show up to work and a little burnt out, maybe a little tired, and all you had to do was walk down one office and look yep. to see what someone else was doing. And get that energy. Yeah. Oh right God. back on it. You'd be like, was, oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think it was like, I'm getting paid to work with these guys. Right? Such a bad gig, right? I think that was for me, too, when I realized, like, you know what, but I'm still at Wildstorm. I'm working right. where I set my eyesight on, my target was to get here, and to be able to stand next to Jim Lee without biting his style but have my own style and get and still get my own my own respectable love. Right. You know what I mean? So I can stand next to him and people be like, oh, that's JJ and that's Jim or whatever and I, and I'd be like, well that's JJ. He's he's a uh, he draws in that Jim Lee style, especially back in the day trying to get that money or just be popular or just mm-hmm. cuz that's you you were around back then. You like everybody was like trying to get that um the accolades, that penny, right. trying to trying to stand out and it's like if you were anything close to Jim you like, like I said, I ain't trying to name names, but you know, back in the day, like there are artists who are, who are known for biting, <laughs> and it's like because they would hire them because they couldn't hire Jim. Okay, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, to let let it be known, like I said, I'm talking with Alex, and I know there's certain yeah. things about the industry that you don't know about, Josh, yeah, yeah. where you be like, what are we talking about? I'm like back back in the day, there. So people... some of the people I, I I just know because I've been reading that book. Okay, the yeah, Wild yeah, Storm yeah, the Wildstorm book. book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So some of the names you guys are saying, like I can't yeah. and some of. Yeah. If some of the stories were on the book and you guys talk yeah. about that I can piece it together. Like, okay. Because because every artist, so to speak, comes from some, uh, some the amount, in my opinion, the amalgamation of a single artist or, or two artists at least. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah. So, like I said, for mine, when I look at uh, Jeff Campbell's artwork, I see Jim Lee and I see Arthur Adams. You okay. know, and Disney. Yeah. They throw that third mix yeah. up in there. For yeah, myself, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like I loved anime and I love graffiti and um, I love Arthur Adams and Alan Davis. So, Alan Davis and Arthur Adams. Because I love Alan Davis's clean lines. I love Arthur Adams' textures and big shapes and everything. And then it's just like graffiti because yeah. it's fresh. Yeah. Put those together, you get me. So, yeah. So, But being at a place where they're like, you can't be as fresh as you want to be. Or you, like I said, because I would bring things to the table where they're like, what is this? That's not that's not making sense because I didn't use guns and, and I didn't know certain things. So yeah. I, my guns were all like like <laughs> oversized and toy, and toy <laughs> guns. And, yeah. and I put them all like, you know, J20 pop guns or whatever. I'm like, what am I doing? You know, and Jim would look at my stuff and be like, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. And, you know, it would have been more help to me if he took me to a gun range so I could touch a gun and shoot right. a gun. Yeah. And that's something he probably could have did. But he was, you know. The man did so much, whatever, it's all love. Yeah. It ain't about him, it's about you. <laughs> I mean, none of us would be here. For, you and I wouldn't be here. For I know, time. I know. So, we both can stand next to him and get, get love and respect on our own rights because that was the mission. Like I said, for me, 10 years old, I was like, I'm going to be a comic book artist. Yeah. And I thought everybody else knew what they wanted yeah. to do too. But I realized I get older and they don't. So then Wildstorm was like, I want to get a Wildstorm. And then I don't know if like, it was just the freshest place. I'm sure you felt the same way. Yeah. At the time, there was Extreme, there was Top Cow, there was Marvel, DC, whatever. But it's like, you probably was like, I'm going to Wildstorm or Homage and I'm going to get with them. Yeah. yeah. And nobody else can do with me what I'm going to do with them. And so once you get it, you're like, I'm here. I got my chair. I'm going to sit in my chair. But you got an office. <laughs> I'm going to say it from my perspective. You got an <laughs> office. <laughs> you and Scott. I was like, y'all got your own offices and, and whatnot to to. Jay's like, like, where's Miles? You know what I mean? I, I got to, I got I got to share the pit with my homies. We never really got an office. Oh yeah, we did. We did. I got to, what I got to share my office with. Well, if it makes you feel better, we eventually got kicked out to the pit what? The coloring department. Right? What? Oh, that's true. That's true. That's true. So, so the artist got moved into the office. That was when you started coloring at home, right? 
Right. So for a while, I, right. I helped run the, the coloring department yeah. in the pit yeah. at, at Wildstorm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. then once DC bought um, Wildstorm, uh, you couldn't freelance in the same department that you worked in. And that's why I actually got moved out of coloring to allow me to continue to do okay. freelance work mm. and yet still stay with the company. Right, right, right. Because so Jim's like, it was very cool of, of, you know, Jim and, the, and, and, and Johnny and those mm. guys to mm. say, all right, look, you know, we're going to have to move you. But this is why we're moving you. Right. So, and I got put into, at first it was consumer products and I was just like, I was designing DVDs basically for, for you know, like, artisan. Right. And, and but like, I was coloring at home and it was, it was, it was, was cool money. of them that they made that move yeah. so that I would be able to, to, uh, to continue to color because they knew that that was my, where my heart really was. Mm-hmm. Where you're, oh. where you're bringing them diamonds. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, he brings a coloring scenario Keep and he's bringing these diamonds. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like... So I see you. I see you at a Comic Con because um, they finally they moved me around, but they put me across from you. I'm mean, back in Wildstorm Alley. That's right. <laughs> and uh, you hear my voice and my smile. You see my smile. You know what it is. What it is. But I see you over there as a colorist. Like, you, of course, you sign books that you colored. You know, like mm-hmm. sign these, sign these, these uh, JLAs and these Wildcats and whatever else. Sign these books. I'm like, all right, all right. But I see you over there also uh, coloring people's commissions. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what's that about? Because, like I said, that's, just, that's I put it like this. Because I don't do that. I, I take them home. I ain't trying to. I can whip them out there too. But I'm like, are you messing with them after they ink them, or is it just a pencil version, or what? Do you request them? Do you work it out with the the artist beforehand? Like, yo, just do the pencils, and then I'll do the rest in color. And you know, how does that work? Most of it is the is the fan. So they'll they'll pay they'll commission someone like you to do pencil and inks on, mm-hmm. on, a, on a sketch cover, mm-hmm. or, or even on on. on Bristol board. Mm-hmm. And they'll bring it to me to do the colors, and they want it to be the actual colors on the board as opposed to digital. Gotcha. So oh. they'll bring it to me there, and I'll do it like that. Some folks bring the black and white covers, mm. uh, so they'll pay you know hundreds of dollars to get the black and white cover, and then bring it to me, pay me you know some good money to mm-hmm. color it. And mm-hmm. All I can say is, mm-hmm. for two ninety nine, you could have had it in color. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. I'm like, yeah. Uh, like that. But yeah, it's it's actually really cool, and I don't know. It was born out of um, initially doing signings with Jim, where where we'd be sitting there in a row, and, and right, you know, everyone wants a commission would, from Jim. They'd yeah, like what are you doing? From Jim, and they'd come to me and they ask me for a sketch, and I'm like, you're oh. about to be really disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and one signing, I brought color pencils, and I was just coloring Jim's sketches, and people really dug it, and I. I think word of mouth essentially. Now when I come to shows, so like you get a color. Yeah, folks yeah. just want me to do color. Some folks do commission me to pencil and mm. color. Mm. Mm. But the bulk of the work, the, the stuff that I do there, mm. is color over other other commissions. or keep that okay. that collaborative right. sensibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Keep even like even that. in the commission. So it, it, so it's really cool. Nice, nice. It gives that like it takes a community to feel, to kind right. of do that, you know. Like you get the no, guy you're drawing, you get the guy you're cutting, and you get that's, everybody that's, else. That's the thing about our community is it's a small community. The comic book industry is a small industry. You know, yeah. people talk, people, yeah. you know, people know. Like I said, when I went, that's why, like I said, when I came out in comics, it was just like, oh, it was like with Joe Benitez and Scott Campbell hit me up at Comic Con one year and was yeah. like, yo, Jay, we got a question. We want to ask you. I'm like, well, what is it you want to ask? Me? What is this? And it was just like. Yeah, we just been wondering, man. We never see you with any girls or anything. Are you, you know, are you, are you gay? And I was just like, at that moment where you're like, all right, I gotta, I gotta define myself to these people. Yeah. And I was like, yes, I am. 
Are you? You're like, what? Are you? Know, no, that was that was me. No, that was me asking them. I was having a show. I was like, are y'all gay? What's up? <laughs> you want a party? <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, where the party at? And then and then they was like, nah, 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 we ain't gay. We just we were just um curious, you know, because we we care about you. We you know, yeah, we yeah. care about you. We just wanted to know. And I'm like, oh, word. Okay, cool. Word on. And I immediately left. The hotel and went over to the to see Mike Miller in in, in Comic Con because that's my homie. Yeah. I love Mike Miller. That's my homie. Big up Mike. But I was like, Yo, Mike, these, these Joe Benitez and Campbell just asked me if I was gay, homie. And he was just like, well, Yeah, a lot of people be curious about you. And I was like, What? People be asking about me? He was like, What? And he was like, Well, they want to know if you, you know, they just want to know. And I was just like, That's crazy. I didn't know. I was just, I, I got upset, but not upset. I was just like. I don't know what I was that about. I'm just like, talk to me. Come ask me. And they did. So I'm like, all right, cool. But I was just like, I guess flabbergasted that people paid attention to me or gave a care about me like that. But that's when yeah. I realized that the love I get and can give and get at the Comic-Con is, or, or yeah. amongst my community, which yeah, is a small is. community, is, is, is genuine. And I'm cool with that. You know, mm-hmm. it's a genuine love. That's the fact that we in the crib right now eating some cookies your family right. made, you know, is a testament to that. So... I big up that. I say thank you once again to you. I say thank you for everybody out there and let it be known. JJ loves all of y'all for loving me. Holla. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, what do you do now for your own private? Because you're a busy man. You can color a page in like some hours. Like, and you've had to. Like, like, I'm like, I'm happy if I get a page done a day. Yeah. I can't even if I'm If I get a whole picture done a day, I'm like, yeah. But you're like, man, I get five, six pages done a day. I just, yeah, I'm like, you, you have to beast it out, and people don't know. Like the Wildstorm coloring department, the, like you're a Wildstorm alumni. Just the production side of it got drilled into you, so now you know the importance of a deadline. You know what it's about, and like you get her done. Yeah, yeah I mean, those early days of Wildstorm, it was bail or sink. Right, right. So if if you had to stay for 36 hours straight to get the book that's out, because that was the book that was going that's out, that's what you got to do. That was going to pay for the lights, right? And, and Everything, salary. yeah, 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 you, yeah. You, yeah. you did whatever you had that's to. What, that's so, what you got to do. You know, that that's translated to, you know, three kids in college. Yes. Uh, you know the mortgage, all that stuff. So mm-hmm. I, I'm especially, still bailing. especially in California, right? <laughs> yes, correct. So, um, how did you feel when they closed the doors at Wildstorm? Were they like legacy gone? Like when they when we took that big last that, that big photo of everybody at yeah. the end? They like you know Matt Broom wasn't there, but Wendy brought the picture of Matt. I was yeah, like that yeah. is genius. That's some Matt Broom. <laughs> yeah. That's some Matt Broom ism right there. Big up, yeah. big up Matt. So I'm like that's crazy. But I'm like, how did you feel? Like for me, it, it felt like like. No more pit. No more edit. Going to editorial. No more going to Scott Scott Williams' office and being able to talk to him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because he, he, you, him, and Jim was like, you know, you don't mess with, you don't mess with y'all. But it's just like, like Scott always kept his office there, and he, he would, would allow me to come in and talk to him, yeah. chop it up with him, and you know, and I'm like, like, like he one of the people's, and I'm like, I always love Scott for that. Was it like a feeling where, like, um, I don't know if you've seen Animal House. Like yeah. When it get rid of yeah, the, yeah. the house. To you me, know, like it, everyone's yeah. like, ah, uh, like John Belushi just grabs a bottle and starts drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was it, college. You know what I mean? Was it, was it like that for you? Or were you just like, eh, you know, I'm good. Uh, you know, DC got this. You know, whatever. Keep the lights on. It was pretty sad because I was there when we moved in to <clears throat> Right. When it was, when we had two floors. Yes. Uh, upstairs production. Downstairs. Art so, artists. So the coloring department was upstairs to begin with, with production. And, and then a handful of artists. So like Jim, Jeff. Uh, Garner and Brett were mm. there with us. And wow. Chido was there with, with his assistants, mm-hmm. so Wendy um, was there. And so 
Well, the Monica. It was. It was. It was Wendy sad. Monica. Yeah. It was sad to uh, to to see the studio close because mm-hmm. I mean, it, I owe my career to Jim and that place. Yep. Um, so it was sad to see it close, but you know, it wasn't like it was ending, shut down, we're out of here. It was more. No, like you got to work new, tomorrow because you got to cover Jim's books. Yeah. Right. 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 The new chapter goes to Burbank, uh, mm-hmm. and and the company, you know, continues mm-hmm. and hopefully grows and improves, and it has. Uh, but so many memories. I still drive by there every now and then. And it's just yeah. like Is the barbecue room. place downstairs? Um, Bubbles? Is it still downstairs I or not? I think so. Is it? I think so. Oh, the living room still, you know, is, is it? locked down the Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A few yeah. places have changed. But, yeah. uh, you know, like I said, big smile on my face from, yeah. from just so many great memories. That right, yeah. right. Like I said, we was in the um, intern apartment living in La Jolla. Yeah. Coming from Ohio, I didn't know what that was. Yeah, I right, thought La Jolla, right beach. you know, I, mean? I thought yeah. I thought La Jolla was California. So I'm sitting there like, you know, okay, this is yeah. nice. <laughs> and what about the NWA stuff they talk about on the records? I don't see that here. Yeah. This is La Jolla. <laughs> yeah. Did, you, did you expect to like look down the plane and see like cars burning? Doing you know, what I, mean? I, I didn't know. Like I, I didn't know what to expect. It was just like I said. I just know that for me, I just remember being being able to get access into the studio at all times of day. And um, the flowers, San Diego has such weird vegetation and such a, such crazy flowers that you can, the flowers just would smell so vibrant at night walking home from the studio to mm. back to the, the back to the intern spot. And I just remember enjoying taking a nice stroll, um, smelling all the flowers because there's no traffic. So right. since all the traffic is like, you know, ain't around, the flowers get to do their thing. And you can smell the vibrancy of it. And I used to love that memory, you yeah. know. And let alone being in the intern house because it was yeah. crazy over there. It was it was popping at the intern house. Everybody was over there and, and come hang out <laughs> and everything. If you weren't at the studio and you weren't one of the big name dudes on the deadline or whatever, come over to the intern house. We would, we would kick it, you know. So it kind of was out of my house for a brother, you know. It, it was even when I had to move out of the intern house and I moved in with Tom Rainey and Gina Going. And it was like, I would always, I would spend more time at the intern house. I would spend the night or I would just be over there. I just loved it. It was the bomb. So you, that was, you, since you didn't get that aspect of it though, you, you, you got into it with early yeah. and you was one of the, one of the big heads up in there who was like hitting the ground running. Well, so for me, it was like, it was the grace period where they had to train me and t- right, show me right. the aesthetics of what this wild storm doing comics is, yeah. you know, not necessarily be like, you know, do this style. It was never, you guys probably had to do a style. I didn't have to do a style. I had to just discover my style. Right. Well, so for us, it was more of, uh, there was no style. It was digital color and it was mm-hmm. just starting. So it was like, okay, how are we going to make this look like China's guide right. and still make it look cool. And, and some companies were out there, so Digital Chameleon was out there. Digital Chameleon, yeah. yeah. Uh, Ollie Optics was out there. Mm. Steve Olaf. Mm-hmm. Big up Steve. Amazing Steve stuff. Steve Olaf. That's yeah. my homie right there. So I came I, every year. I think Steve and, and Joe are the, the two. The forefathers. Because yep. if it wasn't for Steve, Photoshop would never have been used to color pictures. Right. You know, because it was like just yeah. for photo, it was just for photo manipulation. Yeah. And then he got the idea to, to, to color 2D artwork with it. And, and, and did a bandit coloring style that like was ahead of his time. Yeah. And so, like I said, because of him doing that and the industry picking up on it, trying to keep up with the Joneses, Photoshop got 
where we are like, oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. you can use a program for this. And it became the art program. Yeah. They didn't give him a penny. I was about to say this. He didn't get nothing. <laughs> but he, he, but he, he's the man on that. He created that. He, so he saw that. Steve was actually using a different program was he? for it. It wasn't, it wasn't Photoshop. But when we got a hold of Photoshop, we're like, all right, how are we going to make... Uh, so Photoshop was far more advanced than, than the system that he was using. Mm -hmm. um, but what we were trying to do is replicate what he was doing right. with the more limited uh, <laughs> right. program right. with right. Photoshop. Right. And after a while, we realized, well... We need to make kind of like an, uh, a combination of two, mm -hmm. uh, and, and and that's where our style, the Wildstorm style, was kind of born out of the mm. cutting bread look. That, yeah, that, yeah. That everybody to change the industry. Knows. Yeah, the cutting so, bread. It was. I think when I came in, it was I was the first digital guy that was brought in, uh, and it was here. Did you have to learn to use the program? You know Photoshop yeah. is. I was like, no. <laughs> so Jim's like, well, you know what a bucket tool is. I'm like, oh, I know what a bucket tool is. Right. He started so talking to like an artist. I had a little Mac Classic. Mm-hmm black and white mm -hmm. and I had this thing called super paint mm. <laughs> that had the lasso tool the bucket tool mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. you know Garner and Campbell always gave me a hard time and they called me super paint because <laughs> basically the program got me hired uh, Jim joked that in the panel because that was my interview on the phone do you know what the bucket tool is oh yeah you know what the lasso tool is oh yeah so, well, why don't you come in that's funny. That's so, you know, rough, tough interview questions. Right? Yeah, I don't know what the tool is. Like, good. It saved your life. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I, 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 they had this Photoshop wow book, and I basically taught myself Photoshop over the span of two weeks. Mm. And, and, and just came in every day and sat in front of the computer every day and just tried stuff and did stuff and tried stuff and did stuff and sat with John. And John taught me a lot about printed color. John. Uh... Johnny. Oh, that's right, because he... He had a, a, a coloring house. Yeah, well. it was a, what was it called? Um, In Color. In Color, that's yeah. right. And so that he used the same system that uh, Olaf did. Yeah. Um, and, um, but he, his knowledge of printed color and, and color separation was, was insane. So <gasps> I think I learned as much about printed color from John as I did from color color from Joe Chow. Mm. So and people wouldn't know that. I people don't know that. I became the... You know the go between the the child of the, mm -hmm. of the two in the mm -hmm. combination and, mm -hmm. and and then through that we started hiring more folks mm. and developed the the wildstorm look and wow. wildstorm style so because the wildstorm look did change the industry it was like i said it added transitional colors uh that were clean they were cut but yeah. it's like you know because everybody back then was doing like you know uh, what do you call it um what do you call those um highlights those um twinkles Flares. Lens flares. <laughs> <laughs> the every, it was like lens flares everywhere yeah. back in the day. Well, you know, and then Wildstorm came through with doing their style, and it's like we didn't, yeah, we didn't, we didn't, do, we didn't rely on it. Yeah. We were more impressed if you can make your own lens flare. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it, it made for colorists who were coloring without guides, like if you're going to bring it, yeah. then you better bring it as well as the artists do. You had to be an artist with the colors. Yeah, right. yeah, right. You know what I mean? That's why we had, like, you know, like, bad, with it, um, Badass yep. Coloring House came out of there with uh, Ian and Rob Rowe and everybody. Like, Ian, like Rob Rowe was, like, like Jim Lee's uh, cousin, right? I'm not sure. Yeah, they really is a cousin. Are they? Okay. Yeah, and it was just like, um, so he was he brought in there as a colorist because he's, he's artistic. Rob was yeah. like, he's, he's typical Cali dude. Like, yo, bro, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know what I'm doing, you know. And so, but it's like his coloring he would make his own lens flares. He would use purples and pinks, and everything. he was he was such a psychedelic colorist, okay. and so ahead of the time with yeah. what he do. You put Rob on a picture, 
because you want to bring real estate to that picture. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. You know what I mean? Not saying that the other colorists didn't bring it like that, but Rob had a signature style that when he colored a page, you knew Rob. That was a Rob page. Yeah. Even though he was following the color guide. Even, so when they gave him no color guide, he just sparkled off the page. That's like when I say with Tad, recognize his ability. It's like, this is what I look like or sound like yeah. when I ain't got to follow a guy. Like Rob couldn't, if he even if he followed a guy, he, he just couldn't help but just sing in that tone. He couldn't help but bring that to the table. That's why I'm like, I wonder where he's at now. Like, big up, Rob, bro. You the man. You know what's up. JJ Kirby, love you. Holla at your boy. Give us a call. Yes, please. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Shout us out. Come on now. We'll buy you a beer. You know what I mean? Something. Smoke a doobie with you. Holla sure. at your boy. You know what I mean? You know how we do. But yeah, like back in the day was such a such a good time. And I'm sure that people that, that listen to the podcast will we get that nostalgia from our voice, the genuineness of it, whatever. It yeah. wasn't, we used to have inner company play, like we would fax pictures to Extreme or yeah. Top Cow and draw like, you this, this is you and this is us, and they would flash it back and everything, but it's like, yeah, you, you can, you can, you can, uh, the other companies were like the sisters and the brothers. Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. Right? We, we're, we're all like, sisters. We're all sister companies. Yeah. But like I say, you can tell like it was such a <laughs> such a uh, cool environment. Like to have a street not street fighter, but a virtual fighter, the big game in the in the, oh, in the pit. That's right. Have competitions on that. Have defenders off to the side, just like free comics everywhere. Like I say, it just Damn. it feels good to be able to talk to somebody who understood that era. Yeah. You know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like, and it's not bragging. It's like remembering. It's it's like I was there. You were there. You know what to do. What it is. You know what I mean? It was. We can't. We won't get it back. We can look for it somewhere else, but it's just like, yeah, we won't get that back. So we can talk about it now. Yeah, and I'm it glad was you're... so great. I mean, it's it's great to remember. It's great to reminisce about it, and it's, it. I think it's what brought us all together and, and keeps keep us, us together. Way, yeah, yeah. Like I said, when we went to that Wildstorm reunion, it was just like. This is good. If Jim ever was like, you know what, I'm gonna do it again or do something different, he can just call any of us up and be like, "Yep, Jim, you doing what? Yeah, we got you." And we and we would fall right back into place because we know what we bring into the table. Yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. But you know, I don't it was, think it happened. But you know, <laughs> it was cool that even though we hadn't seen some of these some some of these folks in, in years, mm-hmm. it was like we saw each other last week. Yeah, it was it was funny because I was there and it was just like like a, a high school reunion or something. You're like, oh damn, I haven't seen you. What's up? Like Jay was just yep. a kid in a candy store. Everybody was just going to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was a cool feeling, like as an outsider, to see that. I was like, wow. Because you just know me from living on the block. Yeah, I'm, like, a, I'm, a, I'm a street walker. Like, <laughs> when, I, when I first started talking to Jay, I had no idea he was in the actual like comic industry. I just thought he was a guy who I talked to comics about with oh, yeah, yeah. for like a couple minutes, and then he walked away. Yeah. And then I knew him for like say three years later when my boss told me, "Hey, I know a guy who does comic books. You might want to talk to him." I'm like, "Okay." I'm talking to Jay, and my boss comes out. He's like. That's him. Oh. I was like, really? I've been talking to Jay for like three years, and I never knew. Like, I just never I'm bothered. Modest. To ask. I don't. Well, I, don't yeah. that and I never bothered to ask like what you do or anything. Right. Like, I just yeah. like anything we specific. just shared a common interest, and we talked about comics, and we would leave. And I was like, I feel dumb. I'm like, now I was like, how did I not know? I don't tell people stuff. <laughs> I'm just low key. You know, I ain't trying to blow up the spot. That's what. That's why it's weird. So let me ask you your earliest memory of me, because I've asked people before. And they've been like, well, you're just this big, loud country dude from just <laughs> <laughs> always happy and hugging people and doing stuff. Like, like, and there was a period where I was just like, oh, I'm being too happy or, or bringing too much energy. That's why when they were just like, oh, when I moved in with Tom Rainey and Gina Going, they were like, and, and it was me and Ryan Odegawa. So we both moved, rented rooms from them. And they were like, you know, living with JJ must be crazy because he talks so much. And, <laughs> you know, and they're like, no, you know, actually, he's, he's 
pretty chill. He keeps to himself, and you know, yeah, he's he pays his rent. And he's good. So, what do you remember of me back in the day? I remember the pit. I remember you yeah. being in the pit. Yeah, and it was it, for us. It was always like, hey, who's the new guy? Who's who the, new the new guy? Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. You know what are they, what are they bringing to the table? Is more the thing, right? A, a little bit of that kind of, of frenzy uh, competition. Of course, of course, like, of course. You know how fresh is this? Right. This, well, this, what, yeah, yeah, what they bring it to the table? Style. Right, right, right. right. And Who I remember you? coloring some tra- some trading cards that you did. Really? Yeah, early I, on. No like, doubt. Yeah. I, probably, I did a bunch of cards. Oh yeah, a bunch of trading cards. Trading card master. I, they just told me what to do. Ted <laughs> Adams and it was like Ted and Chris Frisco was like, "This is what you're doing today." I'm like, "Fine." Boom. Yeah. So since, since I don't know how you how you did the trading cards, is it just a regular page you draw and then they shrink it? Or? Yeah, okay. all, all artwork is done at a over a, a bigger size, like two up almost. Yeah, right. So okay. then, so you shrink it down. That way, all that detail looks good shrunk down. Yeah. Okay. You know, and that's what it was. It blew my mind too when they told me. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I found out. I don't know. Right. I'm, like, I'm like, Jay probably just did it that size of a card. I'm like, that's impressive as hell. Because your eyes yeah, were just straight. Like, <laughs> Not nowadays. I need glasses. <laughs> and, and part of that learning process is, you know, a lot of the artists would draw it and then with the photocopy, you shrink it to see how it's going. Right, to right, work. right. It's how it holds up. Okay. Properly. Yeah. There's a lot of, I think, cutting your teeth as a, as a yeah, yeah. There's a lot of that where you, you need to learn how your stuff's going to print. Because yeah, you okay. can draw it as big as you want, but if it doesn't shrink properly, then, you know, what's the point? Yeah, so yeah, you shrink it, and then Batman's cheeks are too fat or too <laughs> sure, big, sure, stuff sure. like that. Or yeah. The detail's too fine that yeah. it gets lost when it shrinks. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. yeah, there are people like that. There's books out there, like, where artists spend a long time finishing up a project. Yeah. And then they take it to the printer, and it reduces, and it's just too fine a detail. You don't get all, yeah. you don't get it. It doesn't, you know. That's why for mine, like I said, Alan Davis and Arthur Adams, so... I love my lines. I love big, thick shapes. And for my style, it's big, thick shapes or big, thick lines that reduce now, you know, especially yeah. when inked properly. Yeah. I haven't found my team yet. I don't have my colorist. I'm too stingy. <laughs> I color my own stuff. And I ink my own stuff. Bigger check, you know. So, you know. But I, I miss. So, like, like, who, if you weren't coloring Jim, is there anybody that you would prefer to color? Any artist, style, or any type of... Well, I've been lucky that I've been able to work with a ton of, of names that I wanted to work with. Mm-hmm. I'm just recently coming off of uh, Dark Knight 3, the Master Race, I was I was coloring Frank Miller, Klaus Jansen. Mm-hmm. So, so to see my name on a cover with those two names mm-hmm. above it is, mm-hmm. is, you know, I know that's oh. the, the covered names that led me to want to be in color. Right, yeah. right, right. So uh, uh, stuff like that. I've, I've worked with Terry Dodson and, mm-hmm. and Andy Kubert and working with them Ivan Rice hmm. was all I saw someone that I really enjoy working with and, and and you know you think about when you say Alan Davis my eyes prick up because I, I read all his stuff Excalibur I would love to work with Alan Davis you didn't work with Excalibur oh, you would be so him. amazing on him so I would love to work with him uh, I did recently I had to work with uh, John Romita Jr. So, mm. so that you know that's you know in my little bucket list of yeah. guys I'd like to work <laughs> you, you know, got you had some good uh, ones he's definitely there uh, names that I still haven't gotten or heard like I'd love to work with Adam Kubert. Hmm. Um, have you done any Adam Hughes? I've done some Adam Hughes. Arthur Adams. Little pieces here yeah. and there. I've colored Arthur uh, quite a few times. Love, love his stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, Did you ever color any Michael Lopez back in the day? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I've, I've been lucky enough to have worked with, every, I think, pretty much every intern that intern yeah. that came through and became an artist through Wildstorm. Yeah, you color uh, my like old Lee stuff. And Carlos. <laughs> you, uh, <coughs> Kennedy. Oh. All these guys. I, just, I love working yeah. with all these guys and I see how 
cool their stuff is now. And I, you know, it's like, I, I call it that guy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> back yeah, back yeah. when, back yeah. when he was drawing yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. the Christmas card. Oh my God, that is true. That's right. Oh wow, that's true. And the other thing for me, like to being able to draw uh, J13 coming out of Christmas gift box for the Wildstorm Christmas um, card was such an honor. Yeah. Cause I was such, a, I just had that mentality of like I'm an intern here. You know, I'm, I'm, there's so many cats close to close to the sun, mm-hmm. so to speak. Mm-hmm. That I'm like, my planet is Pluto. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they recognize me, but I felt like I'm out here and I'm way out. I'm Pluto, so I'm way. Out, I ain't even planet yet, or you know, or they're gonna they're gonna take that status away. Some years you're your planet. You know what I mean? They're gonna be like, no, you're just a floating <laughs> ice chunk. You're not a planet. I'm like, what? <laughs> but I was there. You know, so it's just like it's just like yeah, it feels like 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 I'm 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 here. I'm playing my part. I'm, I'm good. You know, I'm just happy to have a seat in the caboose. Um, I know that I was coming at the end of the, the train. Um, yeah, I had a good run while I was there, enough to be relevant. Yeah. But like I said, to be there at the beginning, you know, just you know, just to know that you were like yeah, out here. I mean, like when they when they broke off that um, the wall and. Um, John, the Johnny's office, or, or, or um, Hank, Hank Canal's office. That's right. When they chunked the wall off, because all the artists would come through and draw on it, mm-hmm. and had some beautiful artwork on it. Yeah, like, you can't just leave that here. That's got to come they, with you, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. what did he keep it at his crib? Did you know? You're, I'm not sure. I don't know Actually, if they know. put put that in IDW or something. I don't know. See, that's the legacy continuing. IDW is yeah. Wild Storm next level. Yeah, you know, I was like, ah. Eh. I know. But if anybody were trying to do anything together, I'll let your boy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because like I said, I, I still believe in it. I know what's up. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, is there anybody that you would want to, like, a dream project for you right now or in the future or besides anything with Jim or something with Jim? Or you'd be like, if Jim were to draw this or go back to uh, Marvel or Jim do this or, or, or your favorite artist do something or, or, or up-and-coming artists that you don't even know. Or that you know about that everybody else don't know about. Is there something that you want to like? You be like, you know what? I want to do this. Be known for this on the next level. Or, or big, big, big paintings or big digital paintings or some. Do you know what I mean? Like, what's the next yeah. thing that you want to be known for? Or like, what character? Like, you know, like, what character? Just character, whatever. As an artist, or... what's the next level you want to take it to? Are you going to be like, you know what? I'm going to do these amazing digital paintings on my Cintiq, but then I'm going to go to this crazy printer who prints out stuff as big as a, of, as the wall. You know, are you trying to be on that tip? Like, I didn't realize when Oliver, before he passed, I got to see some of his artwork and what he was into at the crib. He would do these big oil paintings, and they weren't like fashion or something specific. They were very abstract. Yeah. Very, and I have one on my wall of it was a self portrait of himself, and it's all cartoony and like you know, but you can see he was trying to paint himself originally more realistic. Then he painted over in white and with like amber, with some big circle eyes and a straight line for a mouth. Mm-hmm. And I love it, yeah. you know. So I was just like, is there something like that for you on the next level where you're trying to, like I said, like I said, art wise, character wise, um, do your own art tip again, work with another artist? Is what are you up to, man? What do you want to do? I, I think it, there's a little bit of everything. Uh, Jim's, we have a couple really cool projects coming with Jim. Um, a couple that we can't talk about yet. You can never talk about um, it. I know this. You can't. You can't tell so nobody. Nothing. There's some cool stuff there. Uh, you know, uh, this last. San Diego Comic-Con, they announced uh, Frank's writing and drawing the prequel to 300 called Xerxes. Okay. And I get to work with him on that. That's a dream of what you did. It's cool in that it's a completely different feel. It's something that I'm going to probably 
if not digitally paint, I'm going to paint. You're going to put your foot into yeah. it. Uh, and it's because I want, I really want to just show what I can do with with something. I think I've been working with DC characters for so long that this is kind of like a... So that's, it's outside hey, the box. Right. Okay. Right? And, okay. And, and Frank's always been very supportive of, of my work and our collaboration. And, and uh, So I'm looking forward to see how we can do it with on some on a project that's that's different like this. Are you going to try to change your coloring style a little bit or something? or? I probably will. I'm probably going to keep just... I my. It's weird how my style has evolved back to painterly. Hmm. So I now, when I color, I, I, I actually that's go true. more I see, textured. I see, yeah, I see. I'm I more see painterly, that. and that's because that was my... my Your original my, origin. My yeah, school yeah. training was in traditional art, and so I'm coming back to that. Watercolors are a big part of of my college mm. years. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of what I want to bring to, to this Xerxes book is, is a, a very painterly watercolor that sexiness. textured feel. Give it some um, visualness. Yeah, to help pop his his really just dynamic. And, Did he give you uh, any um, notes or any suggestions like, yo, if you can color me like this or add this or... just say go or, crazy or... or, or yeah, you know, because he, he has a very specific style when he puts the stuff yes. out there. And I think he hasn't... Well, he hasn't given me any notes. Hmm. And I think we're, we're doing some pages ahead of time. I think he wants to see uh, what I want to do with it. Mm, and okay. then maybe maybe explore uh, changes if needed. Mm -hmm. Or if he's happy with it, then we, we rerun no, with that. Forward. So it's, it's cool in that he's trusting me with it oh, and letting okay. me kind of go with it. No doubt. Um, so it gives me, it's getting bad, right? That's really cool. And then I'm like, oh, crap. I don't want to screw right, this right, up. Because right, right, right. <laughs> sometimes it's easier when they tell you exactly what they want and then you just go there. Yeah. But the fact that he trusts me and allows me to experiment and try things out, that's that's the, the ultimate compliment, right? Yeah. I will say for me, seeing um, Frank Miller's style being colored by different people, the one that stands out to me most is with, um, with the Daredevil, Electra, when she dies, and they got that, that one graphic novel where <coughs> um, it's hand-painted or hand-colored by... Lynn, uh, Lynn hand-painted by Lynn Varley. Oh, beautiful, Jeez. amazing. That, like that right there, that style was like... That's like Dean White over Jarmita Jr. for mine. Yeah. That's like you over Jim. There are certain people's textures with the match to the artwork and the coloring. The, the, the textures just line up. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You know I mean? Lynn, Lynn's one of my biggest influences as mm. well. Lynn's an amazing person and artist, and I've spoken to her. And I, I called her once and to just, hey, how you doing? Just mixing some some egg, egg tempera paint. <laughs> Like, just being an artist. I'm like, with, with egg? She's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was cool. What you like, want? Oh, I want to come over and right, make some egg right, right, with right, you. Right, right, So, yeah, you should, you should uh, probably channel, channel that, channel, channel, yeah, channel yeah. her and you because that right there was like the magic hour. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, and the fact that you know exactly what a brother talking about, that's, that's kismet. It's then you know. Try to talk to you. <laughs> but in scenario, maybe you should do that. That's right. You know, make it, a, call it a day. Yep. Yep. So, um, uh, as I'm sure that the listeners would like to know, is um, what were some of your favorite books to color? Um, there's too many. Uh, I think. You had to one, choose one. The, <laughs> well, and here's the one that people identify me with immediately is Batman Hush. Yeah. It, it was, it was a, a great story written specifically for you know, Jim's strengths yeah. uh, that Jim completely fed off and put so much energy into that Scott, you know, yeah. followed it up with some incredible work. And, and, and I was lucky enough to be able to work with them and, 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 and feed off of that same energy. Yeah. So 
Hush is probably when I when people, uh, you know, when they hear that I did Hush, they're like, oh yeah, oh, I remember that. Uh, that book was amazing. They can, they, so dope. People consider it your stairway, <laughs> like that's yeah. So to me, it's it's it, it's it's cool in that people immediately identify the work. Yeah. Um, and, and and you know, since there's been a, a bunch of other projects that I've been able to work with uh, with other artists. Um, that are really cool because they, they were they presented different kind of challenges. Okay. So Blackest Night was a, a great book Ooh. with tons of characters. Jeff John. Yeah. Uh, but it was a, yeah. a, a yeah. Doug probably the hardest project to work on because uh, you know working with six different light sources yeah. um, became crazy an amazing challenge. But you can balance uh, the colors though. You well, balance yeah, the well, colors. When I saw those pages of you, each of them with the different lights, I was like, wow. Well, and that's you know <laughs> I broke so many color theory. Loss and, and rules <laughs> in that book, uh, but it was you know I think uh, the I owe so much to concert. Mm. I watched a lot of concert films for that okay. yeah. to, to to figure out how different light sources behave around yeah. each other and change things. And, yeah. uh, it was cool because once I figured it out, uh, you can use the book kind of yeah the book kind of colored itself yeah. I guess you could say it was, I will say was, maybe I think I think I think I will say and I could be way wrong tell me if I'm wrong mm-hmm. but like hearing you say that after you colored Blackest Night I think that's when your artwork when your coloring started like really really jumping off the page for me well, because it, it was like you were clean and you did your thing before you were mm-hmm. amazing and solid but then it was just like I think it's like your colors started vibrating differently yeah. they started doing tricks to my eye I think after that, because I'm hearing you talk about concert colors, reacting, blah, 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 and all the colors you have to balance. I'm like, yeah, that's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that makes sense now. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, like. And I think coloring became easier for me because okay. I didn't have to work with six color sources. I'm like, I only have two. I can do this. I can do right. that. And so Keep it simple. I was, uh, I think I found myself being able to push things more. Mm, mm, that makes sense. Because I wasn't, I, I, I didn't have the big hurdle to jump. Right, right, just go. Yeah. right, right, sprint, right. Because the hardest so, thing you had to do yeah. was balance all those colors together and, and on, on a project. So, yeah, and I think Blackest Night is definitely a pivotal yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah, it in my was. style. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. That was. So, like, is there anything that you could recommend or talk to if you were, like, because people come up to me at Comic-Con and they want to be like, oh, look at my artwork. And, you know, not, you know, and I don't know if you know it or not, but I give them a critique. Yeah. yeah I'm known oh, for my I critique. Some of those <laughs> <critiques>. <laughs> I'm known for a critique. They'll be like, yo, they come back every year. You know, I'll tell them, I'm like, I'm going to give you my, my, my mission statement. I ain't going to lie to you. I'm going to keep it real with you. I'm going to tell you what you need to make it. I'm, yeah. I'm going to tear it down, but I'm going to build you back up. I, you got, and I tell them. I've critiques and, and walked away thinking, <laughs> I sucked, and it wasn't even my artwork. I'm like, oh my god, I gotta go do this over. Uh, but it's just like, if there's anything that you get, you get tell uh, anybody trying to get better with their coloring or whatever. Like my homegirl DJ recently, DJ Parnell, big up DJ. She had really pushed to get better with her coloring, mm-hmm. and from my perspective, I was trying to tell her everything, like how to do this or what it was, and I didn't get that she didn't understand some basic basic stuff first. Yeah. And then once she understood the basic stuff, then she started like freaking and like, oh, I'm going to balance my light pinks and my purples and started doing tricks with her colors. Stuff that I don't do, or if I do it, I don't know if I'm doing it or not. Because for me, coloring became the thing where I needed to get, um, like I love coloring books. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, the coloring books weren't complicated enough. So I had to draw my own artwork to color. Mm-hmm. And that's why I started freaking markers and everything like that and got better with my artwork. And that's how I progressed into where I'm at now. That I was like, well, I can only do so much with markers. 
I have to get into Photoshop. And so I was forced to learn how to do Photoshop. But I remember being like, well, the Wildstorm process for coloring is so, you got to set this up for line art and all this complicated scenario. And then I had a hom- my homie um, Patrick up in San Francisco was like, no, nah, you can just set the line art layer to multiply. I was like, yeah. what? No, you can't do that. You can't do that. <laughs> they don't do that. It, it See, like, going to come after you me. Know, you know what I mean? And they was like, no, nah. like, nah, you do this and you can, you can knock it out and be good. I'm like, really? Okay, cool. So like for me, there's things that I tell people, but I have to realize their level of where they're at first before right. I bless them with right. the knowledge. Because you can talk above their heads yeah. or you can be talking below their heads. I want to hit them right in the face with what I'm hitting them at. So for you, is there anything that you could bless the folks with? You know, that might be needing to get better with their colors or, you know, that you'd be like, you know, like I said, another example of what I'm asking is like well, my homie Chris Walker. When he showed me and, or he told me because I was on, on the phone with him, he was like, he told me, look at the shadow being cast from my neighbor's uh, roof onto the building. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. He's like, what color is that? And I was like, yeah, how, how would you color it with markers? And I was like, yeah, maybe a little gray, this and that. He's like, there's no grays in color like that. He's like, it's probably more of a purple. Mm-hmm. up in that shadow because the sun is casting this warm yellow on it. So it got me to think and see like, oh, there's color in everything. Yeah. Oh, so if you can like, you can make that shadow green, blue, purple, orange, you can make it whatever color you want as long as it's the darker equal opposite of the light or something like that. And I'm like, oh, wow. That's amazing. That, that flipped my script because I was always propped for being a, a competent colorist. But I was faking it. I didn't know color theory. <laughs> I didn't know any of that. I didn't know. I was just like red and blue vibrating look good. Red pops out. So, what would you tell somebody? You know what I mean? Like, what, what, like just like a blessing. What would you bless them with? Just hit them up. You get only one opportunity to hit them in the face with something. So, I would tell them, color someone else. Don't <laughs> Ooh, color. That's a good one. Don't yeah. color your own. Yes. Your own yes. Art, yes. Okay? Yes. Because that way you can focus on your colors and yeah. not your art. So you're not trying to fix your what you messed up in the pencil. So if you mess up in a, that's what so I'm talking. Color about. someone else. That's the wisdom. Um, and don't color. <laughs> Covers, do interiors. Ooh, because to be a colorist, you got to be able to tell a story with the color. Yes. Because I can't tell you nine out of ten portfolios that I get shown with colors. Cover, 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 yeah, cover, yeah, cover, yeah, cover, yeah, cover. Yeah. Like I don't know if we can tell a story. Right. Great covers. I don't right, right, tell right, a story. right, 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 right. For right. you to work in the industry, right. you got to tell a story. You so, do. So grab and the beauty of the internet, you can download black and whites of. Five page sequences and chunks oh, yeah. and show that you can tell a story. That is true. Um, Just, so yeah. a lot of that, uh, and what you said is, is huge. Uh, as an art teacher, you know, you tell the students, draw what you see. Draw what you see. Draw what you see. Draw don't what look, you see. Just, don't just put your head down and right, draw. Right, right, right. Draw what you right. Look at what you're drawing. Draw yeah. what you see. So that lesson about color, what color is that? Yeah. Like, color what you see. Yes, color. So what pay you attention see. as you're walking around. Hmm. I, I get caught staring at walls, at people's faces, right. at outfits, because it's like, that color, how does that work? Looking weird. Oh, wow. How's that making it work? Yeah. Right. Why is that cat shadow looking yeah. purple? Yes. When there's when it's golden light coming yes. off of the sky. Yes. What the hell's going on here? Right. So those little things are Make moments that that will inspire that next sequence in the book that you color. Amen. So, Amen. Um, and how can you, or like how to recapture that texture? Using using the technology. That's another thing for me. Yep, yep. Yeah. And then again, so it's it's a lot of, of of how can I how can I paint this mm-hmm. uh, so that it looks real or so that it looks the way Believable. that it's going to complement this art. Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, uh, so the way I color you is completely different than the way I color Jim. Oh, I bet. And it's completely different than the way I color Cuber and et cetera, right. et cetera. And it's because. Uh, 
in this collaborative medium, I, I need to be almost a chameleon. Yeah. yeah. So that when the piece comes out, it, it's the best that it can because it's right. our work, right. not mine. Right. So, right. Right. Um, Try to play your part yeah. to the fullest. Right. right. So <coughs> that's what you're supposed to do. You know, be mindful of who you're with. Amen. Don't color yourself. Amen. Uh, and then color what you see. Amen. Yeah. That's like I said. I, you blessed it with that. That, that was that. That wisdom makes me smile. It really does. Like I, said, I didn't know what you was gonna say. I didn't know what you was gonna say. I didn't know what you was gonna say. You could have just said keep coloring. You know, what I mean? you could have been like sharpen your crayons or something, be all smart aleck or something. But you was like, nah, nah. Color other people. Don't color yourself. Because then, like I said, it'd be like trying to fix your mistakes. And I'm like, that is so true. That is wisdom blessed from the, the coloring gods, Alex and Claire. Man, it's I don't just know. like um, lately I've been I've been reading the New Fifty Two Justice League because I bought it on Comicsology. Mm -hmm. That's where I get mm -hmm. like all my stuff. But um, I just love on the phone because you can tell that HD like it's just uh, it makes like, your coloring yeah pop. like the coloring so it's so like fun. I want to eat it yeah. kind of stuff like yeah. I, I I can't stop listening <laughs> so, so, so like just re reading that and then the dark side part I was like dude these colors are just like. I can't they stop do. looking at them. Especially I, if you smoke a J. Yeah. <laughs> you got them psychedelic colors that uh -huh. vibrate when you smoke a J. Yeah, and then that, that's what's funny because how you were saying with the concert, like you were looking at concerts, I'm like, some of it does look like a, it translates like a like, like, like concert show, posters. You know? That's yeah. what it is about your style too that, that I love too, that like, it would be amazing to see you color some old school, like rock and roll concert posters yeah, in your style. That'd be fun. Like, like. Some old you know, Hendrix, you know what, some you know what I would like to see? Like I would yeah. like to see a collaboration between you and Rich Friend. Where Rich is Rich Friend does his new his new style that's all like black and white, yeah, like yeah, rock yeah. rock like that. But he's but it's just like it, it hurts my heart that they don't like the industry's not giving him the props he deserves on that, but I don't think he's had the platform to short properly. Yeah. Like I said, I told him I was like, you draw a picture of, of like Superman or Wolverine in no, that yeah, style, yeah. they gonna flock. It's it's the yeah. one, the ones that he that he has. Real estate, like ones. all dark. Well, what they what they look like to me were Geiger. Yeah, like Geiger, yeah, yeah. Geigers, and, and I love that. And that's the thing. Huge influence in, in his style. Yeah, and, and I I love Richards. His ink work's amazing, but the his own, but it, but his own, yeah, yeah. It's, it's stellar. Times better, way better. It's, it makes me feel so oh. so insecure. Because <laughs> right. he knows how to do that pen line, that line weight with the inks. He knows how to keep it clean. Like so he was his one of his biggest influences was Travis Churis. Yeah. And like Travis could draw like a dollar bill, like his rendering yeah, was like yeah. a dollar bill rendering. <laughs> and then it was like Rich was like, I'm trying to do that. That's what he calls. It. He's like, I'm doing that dollar bill rendering. Yeah, Travis yeah. is that dollar bill rendering, and he would put it with his stuff. And so instead of trying to, like I said, I'm a big believer in staying in your own lane. So when Rich yeah. was like, I, t I would tell him, like, you know what? He was embarrassed about his artwork or, or you know, not as strong on it or whatever. And he would do his part, do his thing. And I was like, when you try to draw like everybody else, it's not as sexy. Yeah. Because they're like, he would put an art books with Ali and Lee and him. And I was like, he have a section. I'm like, you're, you're competent and you're strong, but you're not as sexy because you're trying to do what you think you should be doing. Yeah, not doing what you You're not doing, doing what you want to yeah. do. Yeah. So I'm saying, once I got him to really, I got him to take his hat off. Because, <laughs> you know, he always wore a hat and would never take it off. And I got him to take the hat off. I was like, take your hat off on me. You know? Yeah. I was like, you know, draw draw your own style. Your voice is valid. Yeah. And so then he started drawing his own, like, those pictures and just and relying on his heavy inking and his, his own sensibility and his own flavorism and, and style. I was like... His pictures are so enchanting. They're like yeah, they, yeah. they make you feel like they're gonna like they're gonna pull you into it 
with some physical hands or something, and you're it, trapped in like a dark it, Alice in Wonderland world. It seems like, um, to me, it looked like Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah. 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 Like very yeah. yeah. Doro-ish. Like, yeah. I love that art. That's what it'd be yeah. interesting. If you, if you ever collaborated with him on something, how would that be? Would you would you approach it with totally, with like like the, the fruity, vibrant pop colors? Or would you or would you go like more monochromatic, toned down, and just with red in a corner or green down here? It depends on the piece, right? I mean, because uh, he's... Have you seen what he's done? He, I feel like this, they had that one picture of like this... Like this, this woman or girl or ghost or whatever, she's falling backwards and she's about to hit the water. Mm-hmm, Have you ever seen mm-hmm, that one? Mm-hmm. How would you approach that one? Because um, you know what I'm talking about. No, I know exactly. And the, would you like light up with the light source be from the water? Would you just like would you monochromatic just pop out just just keep it at the girl? She had the glow. Everything's lit up kind of from the yeah, glow. Yeah, I would probably just glow her from up top, almost like she's falling. Falling from okay from a hole or something. Yeah. Mmm, that's that's hot. And bring up just a little bit of yellow gold in there. Mm, and that's it. That's see, that's hot. I, I think with his stuff, the less. I do will be the strongest yeah just because those pieces sing on their own um, uh, and I always tell them at every show hey if you ever want anything on any of those give me one <laughs> see, see, see that's why I can't even front with what I'm trying to do um, if I ever get the chance and I can get you cast to get down with me I would love to just set you up properly and be like I want you and you to do this for this because it's gonna bang like this and I know y'all got the voice yeah. I know y'all got the voice you know <laughs> so it's just like I just I just it's, mm. I'm gonna hit you up I told you and I will so don't worry All right. it's gonna be it's gonna be an amazing <laughs> scenario and it's gonna be fun and you're gonna be like you're gonna wanna do more of it and I'm like yes it's coming together <laughs> I probably got one of the color gods if I get you and Laura and bring Tad back, I'll be on the I'll be on the money. Oh man, oh, that's the deal. So yeah. So how are we on time? Are we? Are we? Oh, are we, are we, are we, we reached that hour mark. But did uh, we already? Be- I figured because it felt like it felt yeah. like we've been talking. When we get when he and I get together, we we just be talking. We talk. Yeah, we talk. We reminisce. <laughs> we joke. We yeah. you know we do the thing. It feels natural. That's why that's why I love talking with him. He makes me he makes me smile every time I see him and. Um, yeah, I, I like I love I love him. I love his family. Quick, I, I quick just... thing though, before we finish, there's two questions that we usually try to ask everybody. Okay. One is, uh, what books would you recommend people to read? If you just pick one or two. When people ask me what should I read, I always tell them, Dark Knight Returns. Okay. Uh, Watchmen. Yeah. Uh, and then you know, I usually ask, who's your favorite character? Okay. So if they say Daredevil, I say Man Without Fear. Mm. Uh, if they say Thor, I say the this Walt Simonson run. Mm. Okay. Mm. So if, if they you, say X Men, what do you? If, if you say X Men, I actually say Jim Lee. His run, <laughs> Chris, Chris Claremont and Jim's run is my favorite. Even though Paul Smith did an amazing oh, run. Ah, oh, uh, oh, John Byrne. Uh, John yeah. Byrne did an amazing run. Uh, Mark Silvestri. Ooh, that was my favorite run. I told Jim, I was like, I'm sorry, Jim. I love your run, <laughs> but Mark's run was my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, huh, okay. Yeah. He went back to his room and counted money. <laughs> That's how much your opinion was. Right? <laughs> Do you ever, let me ask you a question. Right quick, people you know, Do you, uh, have you ever came at Jim and told him, like, you know, like, don't do this, do that? Because, like, for me, or, or ask him, I was never afraid to talk to Jim like, like I talked to you. Mm-hmm. So there'd be questions I want to ask Jim, like, why you draw Batman and Superman in the same pose every time with the arms kicked back, yeah. elbows up on the gargoyle? Or just, why you drawing them in the same pose, man? What's up with that? You know? And he was like, they pay me this amount of money to draw Batman in that pose every time. <laughs> I'm not going to change the formula. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that makes sense. It's easy money. That yeah. makes sense. Cause yeah. I, and it's like I love Sylvester because he would, he didn't, even if his stuff was formulaic, 
or had formulas, it felt every panel felt original to me. To me, every fit panel felt like organic and like it was like the first time he was drawing something, but just using his um, knowledge of how to draw that. Yeah. So I was like, I love this X Men run. I loved how it was so simplified, but so organic. Yeah. Dan Green and him together were amazing. Like if somebody were to go recolor that stuff, mm-hmm. that era, oh my god, yeah. that was just uh, yeah. definitive, yeah. definitive for mine. There, I, and I think it's funny. There's stuff like you know, Hellboy is a great read. It's a great, oh, yeah. Read. yeah. And and like even Neil Adams' uh, run on Batman, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. extremely iconic, changed the character. So it's like it, I think it's almost like why you, you kind of preface the the answer with the question mm. who do you like yeah who mm. do you like because there are some great iron man stuff but yeah. barry winter jr yeah uh, so, barry winter smith yeah, what do you think of, what do you think of barry winter smith's coloring because like i said he he did stuff with wildstorm and he, had, he would do color guides and they were crazy and then it's like he just he always would have like like hot into crazy coloring even back in the day <laughs> he would tell us that we were afraid of white Really? Yeah, and he just, it was true. True? He was right. We've never really used white until Barry showed up. I'm like, you're right. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's crazy. You're right. And it's funny how you don't notice it until someone points it out. Right. And you're like, oh, crap. We don't use white. That's crazy. Because he would do like, you know, snow scenes, <laughs> the big blobby circles. And, and it was just amazing. And, right. And, and uh, I think recently Scott Williams posted or someone posted a painting that Barry did. Mm. It's a Conan piece. Oh, and it's, I bet it's every brilliant. Every color on the rainbow's in there, but it works and it looks so gorgeous. I bet. And I like to think it's like, you bastard. Bastard. <laughs> That's like Jack Kirby's coloring back in the day when he would do those uh, psychedelic, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm just now learning to appreciate what the man brought to the yeah. table, yeah. you know, because I, I didn't know who he was when I was young. Yeah. But like seeing, like, I, I always stop on some Jack Kirby artwork if I'm scrolling through and his name pop up in Google. I'm like, ooh, look at these original pictures. Or yeah. when he would do these big pieces of it on private stuff, I'm like, wow, he purples and, and greens and all kind of like fruity colors. But just works yeah. so yeah. well. Who was your favorite character? Marvel, DC, uh, Image. Batman. Yeah, well, I off like this. Batman's all okay, I was going to say, well, I know who your favorite character is, yeah. but I'm on autopilot right now. <laughs> so, so don't judge me. But yeah, Batman you is your favorite character. You can't tell from all the Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, well, I, like I said, 90, 90 figurines. Right. That's saying something. It was always my brother loved Superman. I love Batman. We always fought about, over who would uh, win who would the fight. Yeah. And, well, Batman know. would prep. We know that yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> the answer's been, been answered. Yep, yep. You give him 24 hours to figure it out. Out, yep, he can yep. make some amazingness happen, <laughs> just out. like just like you with the coloring. Twenty four hours, he can make some amazingness happen. Just like so, Batman, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just yeah. like Batman. But I mean, within there, there's other characters that kind of come and go that I really like. Like Hawkman's a, a character I love Connor, Connor, on, yeah. that I rarely get to. Yeah. Uh, the Flash, I love. You love Flash? I, I love making him look like he's moving. Yeah, yeah. yeah the blurs and the lightning so streaks and everything. Ghosted images. Yeah, like that, so. yeah. So you like the special effect aspect of yeah. coloring too? Yeah. You get I off think, on, you know, growing up with Star Wars and all these ILM movies yeah. uh, that translates a lot to my work too yeah yeah. yeah. I feel that brother man well we're going to end this interview because I know we passed the hour mark and I know you like you about to pass out so like okay. you good like, I, feel like this. I, I know, know I know both of you got work to do <laughs> yeah I know that's what it is I'm like I got a gear up for this work and everything I ain't trying to take you from it but um, thank you for podcasting with us Hope you, hopefully this was an entertaining scenario for you it felt really good to uh, talk you with you on. and reminisce yeah, and, oh, and educate pleasure. us with the wisdom 
the knowledge, even the like, power. We, we didn't even know some stuff about it. You of know, course, like, of course. But that's what we got to do. Do we got to interview more? And like yeah. I said, I'm, I'm yeah, down yeah, to do yeah. this. Like I said, I want to interview your daughter also because she was talking about Captain America with a passion. And it's like that, it represents comics. You know? So it's like that represents comics. And it's like we're trying to talk, represent how we are comics yeah, and yeah, everything yeah, yeah. on this podcast. So thank you, Alex, for um, being you, representing you. Thank you for, for loving me and allowing me to love you. And I appreciate you. And like I said, every time thank, we talk, thank you for the art you've done. Yeah, yeah and and for the dinner all, tonight, all it was it was it yeah, was, was dinner, tasty. Everything. Um, I can't I can't big you up enough. No, you know no. how I do. Thank you guys. This is a lot of fun. Hopefully we can do it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And let people know where they can find you. Yeah. Not at your book, home, but like home, <laughs> social media. Book wise, social media. I feel like this. Where? I feel like right. Where, wherever they can find you, whether like the latest books you're gonna be on, the latest books you've been on, like you know, like social media, just like how can they get down with the with your experience? So if you want to follow me on social media, my uh, my tag name, my call name, moniker is, is always Sync Color S I N C C O L O R two C's in the middle. Uh, that's my name on Instagram. It's my name on Twitter. Those are the two that I use the most. Uh, okay. The books that I'm working on right now, I'm on Harley Quinn. Uh, I've been on Harley Quinn for many, many, many years, and mm. I plan on hopefully staying on it for many, many, many more. Mm. Uh, I'm going to be doing uh, stints here and there. I'm, I'm just about to finish recoloring the first four issues of Wildcats for the Absolute Edition. That and they out. look amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that comes out in December. Uh, it's just time for Christmas. Uh, and then I'm doing a dabbling with a couple things here and there with Jim. Mm, Scott. That's right. You can't talk about uh, that. The right. dream team. Uh, I'm like, wow. Uh, so, so jealous. That's always fun. Uh, and, and and I'm doing uh, the Jetsons. What? Really? Yeah. So uh, I need to be doing the Jetsons. Jimmy Kalani <laughs> and Amanda Connor kind of re- reinvented the, I need the see, franchise. Uh, I should be drawing that. Yeah. You should be coloring it. Hell yeah. That would be the hit right there. So, so you should use your influences. Yeah, that, that comes out in November, and, and I'm excited because it's the, the artwork's really cool. Who's the artist on it? You know. Cool. Oh, he's an Italian guy. Mm. His name escapes you now. And I'm not is. I'm not is. It's all uh, love. Bless him with the, the colors. For me? <laughs> right, right. Um, but, but uh, you know, it's, it's cool to work on stuff that I grew up watching it on TV mm. for yeah. years and years and years. So when touch. they said, you want to you work on this? Okay. Oh, yeah. I'll be down I with that. I didn't even ask who was writing or right. coloring. I right. was just sure what the hell. I'm down. I'm down. I know what I'm bringing to the table. So I got the mashed potatoes. Little right. stuff here and there. And then, like as I mentioned, Xerxes comes out uh, in 2007. Xerxes. 2018. That's a trilogy. Yeah. Capper uh, to it's a three. five-issue uh, five story. Five-issue. Yeah. To continue in the story of 300. Correct. Amazing. <coughs> Amazing opportunity. Yeah. Well, we have so, to check all that out. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Like I said, in all of our... In our uh, Loads, no, no, I loads, and I was gonna say millions and millions of followers. Well, like, that's that's an exaggeration. I'll just say the loads and loads of followers that love us can, uh, you know, keep that on the radar and check for that because it should be a visual treat as well as a um, a new experience for comic loving folks like ourselves. Yeah. So um, with that in mind, like I said, we're gonna bring it to a close and say thank you. I am JJ Kirby. And I am Josh Casper. And, and, then, and we were interviewing Alex St. Clair, colors, colorist extraordinaire. 
Holla at your boy. It's JJ's job, job to give everybody cool nicknames. So you well, gotta, you know, just how, like, you Alex King Clan, it, it, the, the color is extraordinaire. There you go. <laughs> That's how you do that. Like I'm, I'm Kirby Colors. That's when I color people you're, stuff. You're, I have my own monikers. You're JJ you know. Kirby, the Grumpy Wizard, aka. As you know, I rap too. I do all kinds. You know, <laughs> it's, 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 you know what I mean? It's the rap, it's the rap side of your brother. So holla at your boy. Well, then, but, well, me and Alex will take wrestling names. That's well, that's cool. We should have some wrestling masks on while we interview people. <laughs> <laughs> they can't I see. Have some. I know you, right? I know. <laughs> Showing his love for the luchadore. No diggity. Well, thank you very much, man. Once again, like, thank you so much. It's, it's a big up to yeah, interview you and talk great. to you yeah. and uh, share the wisdom with everybody. We will do this again, and we'll make sure it's a new experience. So everybody can get down with the get down. So I can talk all night, but I'm not. All right. Thanks, all right. guys. All right, guys. Uh, make sure to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, you can hear us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play Music. Amen. All right, guys. Read on.